0: Welcome everyone to episode 5 of State Champs Ohio Extra Point. This program is presented by Lawrence Technological University. Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself. Just go to ltuathletics.com and click on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen Varsity sports, including football. Well, we want you to follow the show and just our coverage overall. A lot of video content can be found on Facebook and Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter at StateChampsOH. Again, that's at StateChampsOH. You can follow me there as well. You can follow our guest Ken Winters, the head coach of Toledo Whitmer, as well at Coach Winters WHS. You can follow their football program at Whitmer. FB excited to have Ken on here today he's got a big matchup which we will cover on state champs so you can check for the highlights after the game on Friday coach thanks for coming on today how are you good thanks for having me on an exciting week for you guys here it's a matchup you know that will get to in a little bit but an exciting start for you guys overall as well just you know your thoughts on what you guys have put out there so far
1: yeah, obviously last year wasn't what is expected around here to, for our community, for our school um, with COVID and everything. There's a lot of variables that probably went into that. But, you know, our, our main message over the, the summer was, you know, return to glory. And, and you know, to do that, we knew we had to get off to a fast start, um, which we did. We were 2-1 we were and one in, in um, non-league play. And then so far in the track, we're 2-0. We're and zero. So right now we're happy where we're at. You know, we, we lost a tough one in Columbus. Um, but you know, I think it's one that we learn from, and it's going to help us later on.
0: Talk about your last game as well, Finley. I mean, that was a game that was scoreless after the first quarter, and then you guys went back and forth for a little bit, but what allowed you to kind of take that extra push and score 33 and answer, do you think?
1: Yeah, it was really our defense kind of uh, got us going. We, we actually, it was a 7-6 ball game, and, and we fumbled on uh, our own 20, and Finley was going in. Uh, They're on the five, um, and, and we uh, we forced a fumble that went out of the end zone. And then um, our offense took over and went down and scored. And then uh, we kind of rolled from that point.
0: End of the second quarter, I was able to catch the the really nice highlight there, Kevin Hornby just kind of throwing one up to Dante Moore in, in double coverage. What were you guys looking for? Is that just kind of a Hail Mary type of scenario? or I mean, it, it was an awesome catch by Dante for sure.
1: Yeah, again, our defense started that one because we got a fumble. So I think we took over on our own 40. Um, we took a shot and, and um, on first down and, and we actually dropped it. Um, it should have been a touchdown on that one. And then two, I think, incompletions um, after that. And there was basically, you know, shot for, or one uh, time for one more shot. And, um, you know, we threw it up and, and Dante Moore went up and got it. And, and that really helped us going to, obviously going into halftime. as a big boost. And then, you know, the message at halftime was, you know, we knew they were getting the ball. Um, you know, is defense go three and out, and then offense get the ball and score, and that's exactly what happened, and, and like I said, we, we rolled from that point.
0: You talked about it a little bit, your kind of return to glory slogan. How much of the guys rallied along that? I mean, it's not often that Whitmer or any power program like you has, has a tough year, but I'm sure a lot of things went into that just because of COVID and everything that went into it. But, you know, how much are they rallying around that slogan you think this year?
1: They are, you know, one of the things is really, you know, our our main motto is return to glory. And, and the other message with that is, you know, there's three things and we really took from things that we did in the past. We thought that, you know, through COVID, one of the things that we couldn't establish was our culture because we didn't get to see our kids, you know, every day. So, you know, I think we lost some of our culture, where we come from. So I just kind of went back and, and um, looked at three of of our most important sayings that we say around here. And um, so we used uh, do your job. Everyone needs to do their job. Uh, Two was play the next play. One of the things last year when something went bad, it it just snowballed. You know, we couldn't get over it. We couldn't get it out of our head. So, you know, the second thing we we know we needed to do was play the next play. And then the third one is let's finish. You know, finish every drive, finish every rep, uh, finish every game. So we've, you know, our, our kind of our thought process is if we can do those three things, then you know we'll be able to return to glory. And and you see it all the time if if you're around our our game uh, or practice field, you'll hear those three slogans being said all the time.
0: Well, read something pre uh, preseason for you talking about your quarterback Kevin Hornbeek, that said, "Hey, you had high hopes from last year. Obviously, he hurt his ankle early on in the season a lot earlier than you'd ever want to lose your quarterback, but a little bit more hopes this year and expectations." How has he handled, you know, kind of coming back and, and getting back into the flow of things?
1: Yeah, he's been great. You know, um, he was really disappointed because we thought we were going to get him back late in the year last year. And unfortunately, we didn't. And, um, you know, so he went in the offseason, you know, really was something to prove himself. And get a little bit of chip on his shoulder and and uh, he spent a lot of time in the weight room. Um, you know, he lost some weight, some some bad weight that he had on. And um, the other thing he did was he spent a lot of time with our quarterbacks, coach Tyler Bitts um, and, and became more of a student of the game. And then, you know, as we went through the summer, what we worked on was his leadership, you know, him being the quarterback, he needs to be a leader of a team. And, and he lacked a little bit of that. I think in his junior years, a little bit immature. Um, and he's been awesome so far, um, you know, uh, just, just when things are bad, you know, he gets them going. Um, he's not part of the problem. He's the solution. Uh, he's been great so far
0: and he's a guy with no offers yet but you know he's kind of been banged up the last couple of years so you believe right that if he puts some good tape on film that somebody will take a chance on him.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, he was um like I said because of COVID he could not go to any camps as, as going into his junior year um and then, you know, obviously getting hurt just after one game as junior year so yeah, you know his name's not out there really and you know a little bit but there's no tape a lot of not a lot of tape on him. So he, you know, and that's one of the things went into his offseason. He knew he was going to have to prove it on the field, um, you know, to prove himself. And, and that's what he's done so far. And, and I think at the end of the day, um, you know, it may not be a D1 scholarship, but definitely the D2, um, you know, is going to look at him and, and somebody's going to take a chance on him.
0: And that's not bad in today's day and age right I mean, we've kind of talked about it in some of our past podcasts as well. For you as a head coach, you're, you're sort of a marketer for these guys, too, at a high-level program trying to get them to the next level. But it's not easy out there with all the extra years floating around and you know everything that went into the last couple of years with the transfer portal, too.
1: No, it, it's it's a nightmare, actually, um, because just trying to figure out what everybody wants and what they're looking for, and each position is different, each college is different. And then you throw in COVID and you throw in the, the portal. Um, and the portal really does not help uh, the tweeners at high school. And um, so, you know, I, I do whatever I can, you know, I, I try to do as, as much as I can. And, and you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's, it's your play on the field. There's a lot of things, there's a lot of variables that they can't control. What they can control is what they do on the field. And, and the other part of it, just have fun. Don't be, you know, I tell my players all the time, don't become consumed with it. Um, they'll find you, um, you know, if you put it on the field. But, you know, I think I've seen, Couple players throughout the years, you know, that they, they worry too much about that, and then they don't have fun their senior year. And, um, you know, I uh, just hate to see that. So, you know, I just really try to get that message out.
0: The leader of your line, Bryce Keller, 6'4, 290. You talked about it with uh, your quarterback a little bit in terms of slimming down. He also slimmed down a little bit coming into this year, didn't
1: he? Yeah, I mean, he was, I think um, his junior year, he was probably tipping 325. And um, you know he, he he was good, but you know you could tell he had some bad weight on him, and and he really took it personal, and and um, you know went on a diet plan, and and worked really hard in the off season, and I think he's two eighty five, two ninety right now, but he looks really good. You know he's moving well, and and um, you know he lo- he looks really good for for you know you can tell all the hard work that he put into it.
0: Oh, there's some athletic bones in that family. Dad, college baseball, mom, college track and field, brother playing football right now at Bowling Green. So there's got to be some of that, hey, I, I got to do that too, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, the cousins of Ben Roethlisberger, so there's there's <laughs> uh, there's all kinds of ties there. Um, but, yeah, you know, he, he knows, and, and, and that's kind of helped him. He's been through it with his brother as far as the recruiting process, and, you know, he's taking a really good outlook. He's, he's just being patient, um, you know, he just wants to play somewhere, and, and he's not a big guy that, you know, he doesn't have to have the D1 offer. You know, he knows if he wants, he can probably walk on and make it there or, you know, be, be a D2 guy and, and just have fun playing football. And, and I think that's really what he wants to do.
0: In terms of personnel on the defensive side as well, there's some standout guys there. Certainly starting on the defensive front, Landon Browns has done a pretty nice job for you, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he, he's been amazing. Um, he actually started out in two days. He was, he was going to be a starter on the offensive line. And we were we had nobody coming back on the defensive line, and and quickly uh, we decided that we, we were going to have to move him defensively. The defensive line, um, you know, is better for the team him there. So um, yeah, he's been a surprise. He's, he's really a dominant force, and teams definitely have to scheme for him. Um, and then you know we've been kind of still working on that O line. I think you know we have the heart of our schedule coming up, and especially when we play Central, you can see him playing both sides of the ball.
0: Linebackers another strong spot of the team as well. Gibson and Booker. starting with Gibson. I mean, a three year starter for you, honor mention All States last year. How have you seen him grow, and maybe what's his next level as well as this year continues to unfold?
1: Man, leaps and bounds. I mean, he, he was good last year, but what he's done from his junior year to his senior year, um, he, he, he reads so much faster, plays so much faster, tackles better. Um, I'm, I'm super impressed with what he's done. He's the leader of our defense, and you know, like I said, he's a guy that you know, I think he's going to play himself into something good, um, you know, after high school. How about Boker? Yeah, Boker, you know, he, he's, he's the leader of our secondary. Um, we had three guys come back, so that was our strength of our defense um, coming in. But he was the leader of those guys. And, you know, he's a lot like Jaden. You know, he's flying around. You know, he's always around the football, um, you know, and, and, and he's another guy that, you know, he rallies the troops when, when things don't go well. Um, you know, without them, too, we'd be
0: lost. So I've heard some things about your remote control tackle dummy, Clyde. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Is he still going strong for you? Or?
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it's, it's something I've, I I wanted to purchase last year, and kind of COVID happened, and and our fundraising wasn't like it, it usually is. So it's something we've been kind of been saving for. It's something I've had my eye on, um, you know. And so I pulled the trigger on it, and uh, it, it, I, I I I like it. I think it's safe for us. Um, The kids enjoy it. Um, I think it's a great tool to use. It's just, you know, I know it's expensive for a lot of high schools probably. Um, We're fortunate up here to, you know, be able to, um, you know, be able to fundraise and and have some funds that that some schools don't. But I would recommend it to anybody that that can afford it. Um, It's definitely a a tool that is worth it and, and definitely safer for the athletes.
0: And I guess for those that don't know, how do you utilize that?
1: Oh, we use it, gosh, we've used it for special teams uh, as a return. Um, just, and we use it all kinds of tackling drills. Um, our quarterbacks have used it. You know, you just have it You know, run after the quarterback, uses it for a scramble drill. Um, you know, and, and I have it, I got it. I think the first week of 2 days so I still haven't <laughs> got into everything. I just kind of got it out of the box and started playing, and, and we just think of different uh, situations we can use it. I've looked a little bit online, uh, but, you know, once you get in the season, you know, um, you don't have time to do all that research. But but so far, you know, how we've used it, uh, I, I've really liked it, and like I said, I recommend it for anybody that can can afford it.
0: Is there a fight on the coaching staff on who controls it <laughs> each practice or is no, it you really that, that gets you it? <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> it's, it's me. I, I tell them I'll bring it down to them. You tell me what you want me to do with it and, and I'll bring it down. But so far I'm the only guy probably going into next year. We'll, we'll probably, that's the other thing. And in, in the off season we can bring it indoors and, and we can use it, um, you know, in the off season to teach some tacking drills. So I'll let the uh, assistant coaches play with it then and, and then maybe uh, maybe give it up a little bit next year.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Some you don't really hear much at the high school level, but uh, it's got to be a great resource for you guys. Something I forgot to mention as we talked about your last game: a cool moment for you guys, kind of off the field, blending into the field. Veterans Day for the school, and you know the game overall. Able to play taps before the game that had been a pretty you know chilling moment for everybody in attendance too.
1: Yeah, it's it's something that that we've done probably. I would say probably the past 10 years It uh, started with the social studies department, which I'm part of, um, you know, doing it for the veterans in the community. They come and they, and they we, we feed them a, a nice dinner and, and then, um, you know, before the game meet myself and a couple of players go and, and we just thank them for their time, their service. And then, yeah, before the, for the game, they're, they're all lined up. They, they play, um, you know, they play the taps, the national anthem, and then, you know, we're lined up and then, we come and we shake, we shake each other's hands, and I think it's just, um, you know, we do a lot for our community here at Whitmer, and and that's just one of the things that are, that are pretty cool um, about this community.
0: Well, week six, we already talked about it a little bit. Little St. John's, upon you here, a couple of comeback victories for St. John's. They come in two and two, but something you mentioned, I guess, more importantly, is is while well, they beat you for the first time since two thousand eight last year, so it's not maybe the same old matchup that yeah, I mean, those two um, teams are used to.
1: Yeah, um, you know, we kind of talked about it all year. You know, I, we, we told them that it takes a long time to, to gain gain people's respect, and we, we've done that over the past 15 years. Um, but it doesn't take long to lose it, and, and we lost it um, in one year to a lot of teams. And, and St. John's is one of them. You know, they're a team that, that we've beat since 2008, and um, I think they're a team that came in here before that time, you know, just hoping that they would win, not really thinking. And uh, now that they've done it, well, so they can do it. So they're 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 not scared of it. We don't have that going over them. And um, you know, they took one on the chin last week, and, and we know that they're going to come in here hungry. Is kind of the same thing with Finley. How Finley came in here. So um, we'll definitely definitely be ready for them, and, and we're not taking them lightly.
0: And personnel wise, I know they got a couple guys. One guy probably coming back against you. Who are you looking at to try to limit?
1: Yeah, it's their quarterback. Um, you know, Lichtenberg. He's um he's he he brought him back in the first two games. He in the last minute he brought him back and, and, and drove him to victory. Um he's he's definitely dangerous when he gets outside the pocket. Um he's not looking to run, he's making to look make something happen downfield and he's really good at it. So, you know, our challenge is gonna be keeping him in the pocket and, and not giving him a whole lot of time to throw.
0: We will be at that game so you can follow us at State Champs Ohio or OH, I should say at State Champs OH for highlights of that one. Looking forward to it certainly in a little border battle there between those two teams. But last thing for me, uh, we talked about it a little bit off air, but an interesting scenario for a lot of teams in the track. It's the last couple years of the existence of that conference. I guess how does that feel in terms of maybe imprinting, you know, the last games, the last victories in, in a moment like that?
1: Yes, definitely we have this year and then next year, and it's definitely something in one of our goals. It's our goal every year, but definitely to, um, you know, win the, the last couple of titles of, of this league. Um, you, know, you know, it's, it's again, it's kind of out of my hands, um, just something that happened. It's been a good league. It's been very competitive. It's been one of the best leagues in, in Ohio. Um, but, you know, they've chose to go a different way. And, um, but, you know, we, we still have the rest of this year and next year uh, to play in it, and we're going to enjoy every minute of it and uh, obviously try to try to win the title both years.
0: And what's the keys I guess to you guys making the run that you want to now, you know, a year removed from one and five?
1: Yeah, we got to stay healthy. You know, that's one thing that, that we're not blessed with. We don't have a lot of depth. So, you know, as long as we um, you know, I really like our chan- chances because our old lines playing really well and our defense is, is starting to gel. You know, that was one of the things coming into the year. We we're so young on defense. You know, we knew that you know, our offense is going to have to kind of carry them. But, you know, the last two games, our, our defense is really starting to come around. So um, as long as we can stay healthy, you know, I like our chances to uh, to contend for it.
0: Coach, thanks so much for coming on here today. And we look forward to seeing you down there on Friday.
1: All right. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it.
0: You can follow Coach Winters at Coach Winters WHS. You can follow his program on Twitter as well at Whitmer. FB, and we want to encourage you to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to us here today. There's a lot of State Champs podcasts as well. You can check us out on Spreaker just search State Champs and you can follow this show on Twitter and Facebook search at State Champs OH we want to hear from you as well if you have somebody that you'd like to hear from in terms of a future guest you can chime in with us there you can tweet at me we'd love to hear who you'd like to hear from there's a lot of great football in the state of Ohio and a lot of uncovered stories that we're looking forward to breaking down as the season unfolds we'll be with you all throughout the regular season, and through the state playoffs as well. And we'll see you next week for Episode 5 of State Champs Ohio Extra Point.